This is Face the Music, an Electric Light Orchestra song-by-song podcast. Episode 127, Without Someone. Without Someone is the seventh track on Balance of Power, second song on Side 2. In a 1986 issue of Soundcheck, Jeff Lynne said, Sitting there, probably lonely, looking out of the window, wishing he'd still got his bird. To put it in very professional songwriting terms. In issue number 17 of the Face the Music fanzine from 1994, Andrew Whiteside wrote, A cursory listen to Without Someone and you could be forgiven for thinking it's purely there to rival getting to the point in the misery stakes. Jeff positively howls his way through this one, and his vocals in the line, I hear the night as it calls to me, it plays a symphony, it says you're gone from me are guaranteed to send shivers down any spine. Reality hits you hard, bro. Hi, I'm Eric Winsensen. And I'm Eric Paul Johnson. And our eternal stride to make it to Calling America, (laughs) we get to without someone. Jeff Lynn is still trying his hardest to sound like mid-1980s moody blues. Right down to the vocals, right down to the song structure, right down to a guitar solo that sounds like it might have been done by Justin Hayward. I just have to say I don't hate the song. It is a decent song, but it does not sound whatsoever like ELO. It doesn't even sound like Jeff Lynne's production, to tell you the truth. It just literally sounds like an outtake from the other side of life. In fact, to tell you the truth, it's probably a better song than what most is on the other side of life. So I wouldn't mind if this was a Moody Blues song on there. (laughs) Because that would actually make that album better, because, uh, believe it or not, Balance of Power is the better of the two albums from that year. And, of course, my eternal strive to find anything about what was going on in his mind. All I get is, somebody's sad again. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, that's obvious through the song. Yeah, not bad, but again, just like a number of not bad songs on this album, it's, okay, well... Yeah, maybe I would want to hear that occasionally, but there's nothing that really makes this stand out whatsoever, and it's just another song to fill up space on here, I guess. Doesn't really do much else for me. As for not wanting to hear it so much, as I've said a few times before, I didn't get girlfriend. Okay, I couldn't find anybody who wanted to be my girlfriend until I was 27. It's one of the perks of being a painfully shy, socially inept, introverted goober. I don't really get a lot of dates. 
Plus, I don't think they could sell you chloroform until you're over 25. Probably. I, I didn't look too deep into that. Mostly, I just buried myself in soul-crushing depression and made 90-minute ah. mixtapes of songs that would fit my lonely, depressed mood. So on that first tape was this song, Without Someone. I made three of them, by the way, over the course until somebody finally whacked enough to want to go out with me. And it's kind of funny when you listen to them because each tape gets progressively bitterer and bitterer about romance. On this first one, there's Without Someone, and it's a, a sad song. And then when you get to tape three, it's got Concrete Blonde's The Beast, which is love pictured as a beast that loves to tear people apart and shred them open and just rip out their guts and eat them alive. But on this first one, we got this nice, moody, bummed-out song here. And yeah, I liked it. Otherwise, it wouldn't have been on that tape. But not just because it seemed to fit my mood of without someone. I'm lost and lonely and, and depressed. There are a couple of little extra widgets in here. Oh, wizards, that's what Jeff calls them, that I liked. I know it's the mid-80s and that everything had to be over-synthesized which is fortunately a lesson or a mistake, whatever, that all these established artists from the 60s and 70s in a desperate bid to stay current in the mid-80s learned that you really don't need to over-synthesize everything just because it was selling in the mid-80s. They eventually got back to what they do better, which is not to have everything over-synthesized. I like the song. I listen to it many times, and any time it comes on, it's like, oh, I like that song. But I think the song would have been better if instead of substituting the strings for background moody synth, that it had a real string section in here. Something like the low and moody strings that were in Don't Walk Away. that would have added a whole lot more weight to this song than just hold down some keys on the keyboard and keep it there. Still watching the crowds move. Still watching the lights the I'm not saying get rid of all the synth. I think the opening synth where it's all... I like that. That was fine. That could stay in the remaster that's in my head that includes a full orchestra. That part can stay. And some background synth would be fine. But having a real orchestra there, I think that would have added more weight to the song. Yeah, it would. One thing I do like is when he does do the low vocals on there. I don't know if he actually sang in the lower or if he just pitched it lower. Or if it was Bev. But that part actually kind of works. It's just, this doesn't sound like Electric Light Orchestra at all. It doesn't even sound like balance of power electric light orchestra for the most part and so for me that does take away a bit of it it really is hard hearing somebody creative sound like somebody else that was what got me with david bowie a lot of times in the 1980s and early 90s is 
Instead of making trends, he started chasing trends, trying to sound like every other artist out there, and Mm -hmm. it was kind of sad. (laughs) Especially since he was actually cleaned up at the time and could probably done something more creative. It just sounded, and I know I've got some Bowie fans that are going to freak out about that, but I think he, well, actually, no, he actually apologized for one of his albums from that time, so so I don't think I'm completely off base on that, but yeah, it when I start hearing artists that are highly creative following trends and sounding like other artists or try or just listening to what some guy at the record company tells them, well, uh, this is what the kids are listening to these days. You're not kids. No. Kids aren't going to listen to your music no matter what you do. At least not 14-year-olds. For the most part, no. I mean, I was different than other 14-year-olds. Now you might be able to get a 14-year-old to listen to Electric Heart Orchestra, but some of these bands are probably have more listeners than they did back when they were actually around <laughs> these days, because when the music gets that bad, even the kids start realizing <laughs> that well, there's better stuff out there to listen to. Uh, yeah, at least stuff that sounds, even if it did sound mid-80s, at least it sounded genuine, and it didn't sound like guys in their late 30s, early 40s trying to still sell records and still be part of the music scene, man. Right. Yeah, I wouldn't say it sounds particularly ELOE. Where it does sound ELOE is Jeff's vocals and the self-harmonizing that he does. That's either just Jeff Lynn's sound or ELO sound. I think really it's... It's Jeff Lynn's sound. It just carries through everything he does. ELO, Solo, Wilburys, Harrison, Beatles. Well, yeah, he counts down to himself as well, so. <laughs> yeah, he does. Not on this song, but yeah, we know which song we're referring to. Yeah. <laughs> Got something to say about without someone? Then call the telephone line voicemail. 623-850-3375. Call now. It's time for a great line from ELO from this week's song. What's my line? Let's get started. Drive safe. It's you I'm waiting for. Begin driving. Without someone I can depend on. Keep left. Keep right. I'm lost without someone. Exit left. Exit right. As I go on. Continue straight. I hope you're remembering. Turn left. Turn right. Oh, crap. It's me, Dono. And oh, crap. I gotta talk about without someone. Whatever. Alright, sadly, we're running on empty here. The subject of destroyed relationships on various levels that Jeff has largely reminded for so long is tapping onto the bottom of the gas tank. I will have to give Jeff some credit. His vocal performances manages to create enough drama to pull these lyrics off. However, this time, he puts a lot into so little. Richard's work does a noble job as well, adding layers of pixie dust, but the pixie this time is replaced by dust. Dust dust? Nah, that's the best I can do with this one. Jeez, I thought my Secret Lies review was bad enough. This song just sucked the life right out of me and itself, and hopefully not you folks.
Hello, this is Troy. Now we're up to Without Someone. You know, this song sounds like the great lost Roy Orbison song. And I think this song would have been a good fit for one of Roy's last two albums, Mystery Girl, or even the album of Odds and Ends, King of Hearts, that was released in 1991-1992. Jeff kind of sings it in a way that Roy would kind of wonderfully understated vocal performance in the chorus, almost like a droning monotone, but not a droning monotone like a nickelback droning monotone. No, Jeff Lynn is talented and Jeff Lynn can sing. I can just hear the Nickelback fans gunning for me right now. Oh well. But Jeff kind of sings it like if they had made a video to this, I could see Jeff walking in the rain with his raincoat drawn up over his head and he's just walking by himself and like if anybody would try to talk to him, he'd be like, please don't talk to me right now. I, I've really been hurt, and I just want to be alone. I just want to be alone. I'm trying to get this to make sense, but it doesn't. I'm trying to figure this out, but I can't. That's the way I interpret the lyrics of the verses, at least. And then Jeff pulls off something that I think would make the big O envious. At the end of the last verse, he's been singing in this understated style for the whole song. And at the end of the last verse, he belts out the last note. I hear you. I'm not going to try to do it because I'm not that good of a singer. But boy, Jeff pulls it off. I hear you're gone from... And then he sings me right at the top of his voice. And it's so beautiful. And that's the best part of the song and one of the reasons I love it so much. And as for Nickelback, oh, come on. I mean, I have to admit... Sometimes photograph moves me to tears. What a waste of recording time and space. What a waste of vinyl and plastic. And I have to admit, how you remind me moves me to throw up. <laughs> hey, this has been a thought from Troy. Sorry, Nickelback fans. Not. Nickelback sucks. See you next week. Like it? Hate it? What does Madeline think? I like it! I dance like a ballerina. I love dancing like a ballerina. And also, I'm allergic to mosquitoes, if you didn't know, so... If you have pet mosquitoes or anything, kick them out. Wow, she liked it! Face the Music, an Electric Light Orchestra song-by-song podcast, is a production of Radio Trolla Entertainment, Assorted Deli Meets Amalgamated. You can contact us by voicemail at 623-850-3375 or email us at eloftmpodcast at gmail.com. Keep up to date on the show by joining our Facebook group and spread the word by sharing the link or giving us a quick rating on iTunes. You can financially support the podcast at patreon.com slash ELO pod. Next week, episode 128, Calling America. Hello, this is Troy White calling back. Uh, this is a message for whomever edits this uh, podcast. Um, I just recorded my comments for Without Someone. And at the end of my comments, I go off on a nickelback rant.
Well, I want to change one thing about that part of my comments. In my original comment, I said, a photograph moves me to tears. I want to change that to, photograph really brings tears to my eyes. So if you could make that change, and if you don't want to use that Nickelback rant at the end, that is fine. I already take a shot at them earlier in my comments, so that's up to you. But if you decide to use it, I just wanted to make that change. Thank you very much.